Sangbo and welcome to Hello from Patan. Yes, I've changed the name of the show in case you thought something sounded off. Well, Dragon Tales is being used by another person, sadly, and I did not want the show to be confused with anyone else's work. So Adele came to the rescue and it's Hello from Patan with me, Namgisam. We also have a new sick tune produced by M Studio. My heartfelt gratitude to M Studio founder Choing for the very wonderful and very Putinese sound. In case you're not Putinese, the sound is that of a Putinese guitar or damnye and a flute. on the show today, but I'm hosting an incredibly important topic, the removal of blood tax in quotes, which is the tax on our feminine hygiene products like tampons and pads. Yes, Bhutan taxes us for bleeding. The National Assembly is deliberating a major tax reform in the shape of the Goods and Services Tax Bill of Bhutan 2020. Today, the Goods and Services Tax Bill of Bhutan in short is GST. This is a shift away from the multiple sales tax rates to a single tax rate. Don't worry, I'm not getting into the details of the GSD. I only want to focus on the fact that after almost two decades, we are finally discussing removing the blood tax. I had written an opinion piece for The Diplomat in December 2018 on a blood tax. It was called, Why Bhutan's Blood Tax Needs to be Scrapped. Let me read it out for you. I would have never discovered that sanitary pads and tampons get taxed quite heavily in Bhutan had India not scrapped its 12% goods and services tax on sanitary pads in July this year, this year meaning 2018. India isn't the only one. Australia will stop taxing tampons, pads and other feminine hygiene products beginning January 2019. There are other countries that have done this as well over the last several years due to gender equality and economic pressure. Bhutan levies a 5% sales tax on sanitary pads imported from India and a 30% import duty plus 5% sales tax on sanitary pads and tampons imported from other countries, mostly from Thailand and countries that Bhutan does not have a free trade agreement with. I buy both tampons and sanitary napkins. I usually buy sanitary napkins from India, so I'm paying the maximum retail price or MRP, but my tampons are expensive. Well, since then, I've stopped using tampons as well as sanitary napkins. I use reusable sanitary napkins made in Bhutan and I have switched to the menstrual cup. I've become more environmentally friendly since before. Anyways, back to the opinion piece. So what would cost 172 neutrum for a box of eight tampons? That's about um, $2.4 in Thailand cost 240 neutrum about $3.4 in Thimpo, which is almost the price of a box of 16 tampons in Thailand. The tampon boxes and sanitary pads from countries other than India hardly come with their MRP. A box of tampons may not appear to cost much at first glance, especially to men who drop these fiscal policies. So allow me to calculate how much an average Putinese woman could be spending on sanitary pads in one lifetime to put things into perspective. A woman menstruates roughly between the ages of 30 to 50. She has an average of 360 periods over the course of about 30 years of her life. Even if she were to buy the cheapest sanitary napkin in the Bhutanese market, a packet of seven pads costs 25 neutrum or about 35 cents. Pads need to be changed a minimum of four times over 24 hours if the period is light, more if the period is heavy. The cost of a normal menstruation cycle of five days a month, which is four pads multiplied by five days, adds up to 20 pads per cycle times 360 periods, which ends up at roughly 7,200 pads. This will cost her about 25,700 neutrum or about $361.9 for 1,028 regular pads used over the course of her entire menstruating life. This is calculating the bare minimum. 
It will be more if other pads and tampons are considered. Imagine having to buy pads if you're a student or a housewife and come from a single-income home, living on a national minimum wage of 250 neutrum or $3 per day. What do you think will be the priority? Bhutan experiences period poverty too. Not every Bhutanese girl and woman can afford pads, especially in the rural parts of Bhutan and even among the urban poor. There has been no research or study to demonstrate this statistically yet. But according to a report by Water Aid and UNICEF, more than a third of girls in South Asia miss school during the periods due to a lack of toilets or pads. Period poverty cannot not be an issue in Bhutan, otherwise the new government, Rukyan Rupsokpa, would never have promised free sanitary napkins to all school-going girls in their manifesto. The education ministry under the former government would not have launched a nationwide menstrual hygiene campaign this year, with the former Prime Minister Tsering Topke himself endorsing and promoting it. It is heartening that there is political goodwill and the new health minister, Dichen Wangmo, the only female minister in the government and the country's second female minister ever, tells me she's serious about making menstrual hygiene facilities as accessible as possible. But the big problem lies with Bhutan's fiscal policy. It is discriminatory, just like everywhere else in the world. Condoms are listed under hygienic and pharmaceutical articles that are zero rated. No duty or tax is levied on such items. Even sex enhancement drugs like Viagra are levied an important duty of only 10% and no tax. Contrast this to the 5% sales tax and 30% import duty on sanitary pads that are listed under miscellaneous articles and tell me you think this is fair. Menstruation is a health issue. Sex isn't. Menstruation is not a choice. Sex is. The debate on pads is always divided along gender lines, no matter where it happens in the world. Many men argue pads are not a necessity, while women counter-argue that they are. Maybe such men need to see us paint the town red, literally. If men were to bleed, it would be a completely different fiscal order. Women like me would not have to write opinion pieces and petitions calling for the removal of the blood tax, as they call it in India. Half the population of the country needs, not wants, menstrual hygiene products for three decades of their lives. Unlike other countries in the world, all sanitary pads and tampons are imported. Bhutan does not produce these items yet. This was in 2018. We have, I think, two Bhutanese producing sanitary pads now. One is reusable sanitary pads that I use. Okay, back to the opinion piece. While the new government's intent to provide free sanitary napkins to all school-going girls is applause-worthy, it would receive a standing ovation if the rest of the menstruating population were also made to feel like we aren't being both exploited and punished for something beyond our control. Let's remove these sexist taxes on pads and tampons and make menstrual hygiene a part of every girl and woman's life. Fast forward to today, the Health Minister Dishin Wangmu feels strongly about the removal of the blood tax. Do follow the deliberations in Parliament if you have time. The motion for adoption of the Goods and Services Tax Bill of Bhutan 2020 is on 7th February, according to the National Assembly agenda. I really want this unfair blood tax to go. I hope you can add your voice of support to this cause. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Hello from Padang.